Welcome to Beyond the Crucible. I'm Warwick Fairfax, the founder of Beyond the Crucible. Setbacks will happen. Failure may indeed happen in that sense. But the key thing is if you try and you give it your all, then you haven't failed. And that mindset will fuel you to keep going, to figure out a way around that setback, to make sure your vision becomes reality. Reality, moving from a vision in your mind to action in your life. That's been the journey we've been taking you on in our special summer series, Crucible Hacks. Hi, I'm Gary Schneeberger, co-host of the show. In this final episode exploring the hacks that will help you move from setback to significance, we offer up a pair to clear the runway for you as you launch your unique vision into reality. One's called The First Steps, the other's called Overcome Your Fears. Taken in tandem, they cover the ground Warwick talks about when he says this. Making a vision become reality can feel like a daunting task, but the key is taking one small step. This is the ninth episode in our special summer series that we've called Crucible Hacks. There will be one more episode next week in which we give you different kinds of information to help you apply all that you've learned, all that we hope you've learned as we've gone through these hacks. But just to revisit what we've done um, is that we've, we've offered you a few ways in every episode in which you can do the things that you need to do to, to craft a life of significance, find ways to maybe do them better, find ways to maybe do them in ways you hadn't thought of. That's the hack portion. It's important to note that the, the hacks here, sometimes hack can be used as something that makes things go quickly or it's, or it's easier. And we've never, uh, we've not said in any episode that this is going to be necessarily easier for you. It's just maybe some insights that you hadn't thought of, some, some perspectives you hadn't really considered. That's what these hacks have been about. And that's what we hope we've imparted. And that's what we hope we impart today in the final episode of this series. So we're going to walk you through another action today, another, um, in fact, it's the final action you can take that makes tasks simpler tasks. We've been uh, spotlighting the best practices you can do at each step of the journey from tragedy to triumph. Remember, moving beyond a crucible is not easy. It's not usually quick. And it's not something you can accomplish by taking shortcuts. The hacks we've been talking about aren't quick fixes. Think of them as ideas and inspiration to help you move from this happened to me to this happened for me. As we continue this march through the crucible, uh, uh, beyond the crucible refining process, our goal has been to give you a helping hand through insights and exercises we haven't shared on the podcast before that give you helpful guidance on how to tackle and move through each step. And we do. We hope that's what's happened up until this point, and we hope it happens today as well. And today's discussion, this week's discussion, is where the rubber meets the road, folks. It's, it's where your pursuit of a life of significance leaves the starting blocks. It's where mission control says, and we have liftoff. It's the point that you make the vision you crafted into reality. 
That's our topic today, reality. And our friend Noah Webster, uh, whose definitions of the topics we've covered, we've looked at for most of the episodes in this series, has a great definition for reality in his very first dictionary published in 1828. Here's that definition. Reality is something intrinsically important, not merely a matter of show. So Warwick, I'll ask you the first question here. Uh, How do you think that definition applies to this point in the refining process, the launch into a life of significance? Gary, um, that is an interesting definition. I mean, certainly uh, when we make our vision reality, when we make it happen, it's not a game, it's not a show, it's not pretend. It absolutely is important. It's real life. In fact, uh, it's our life. Ultimately, to get beyond your crucible, which pretty much all of our guests have been through, and according to research we've done, over 70% of um, folks have gone through a crucible that's so painful it fundamentally transformed our life. It's part of reality. So ultimately, to get beyond your crucible and live and lead in light of your vision, which may well come out of the ashes of your crucible, and that's true for many of our guests, if not uh, almost all of them, you've got to bring your vision to reality. You can't lead a life of significance, a life on purpose dedicated to serving others, without your vision becoming real. You know, if your vision doesn't become real, all the work, all the hopes, all the dreams you've done, right. it almost feels like it's for naught. It feels like it's more of a daydream. And as we'll discuss more later, there's few things worse than a dream unfulfilled. It's some, it feels like it's something that will haunt you. So all this work we've done, bouncing back from your crucible and coming up with a vision, we have to find a way to make it real and not just a daydream. And you have talked about this step, interestingly, in different terms in some of your writing, some of your speeches, um, and in your book. Uh, in your book, you call it Making It All Happen. Um, and, and that book, of course, is Crucible Leadership, Embrace Your Trials to Lead a Life of Significance. Well, why are we ringing the bell? We're ringing the bell because mentioning uh, mentioning the book, and I didn't tell Warwick I was going to do that in advance. Um, ringing the bell uh, reminds us, uh, because we mentioned the book, that we have one week left in our Crucible Hacks worksheet that you can fill out. Each week we give you a code word or phrase. You fill it out. You turn it into us. When it's completed, the first 25 folks who complete it will get a signed copy of said book right here. We will tell you next week how exactly you can get your worksheet to us. But you need to know what the code word is this week in order to finish it. If not, you're not going to have a chance to win the book. So here's the code phrase again this week. The code phrase this week to get your copy of Crucible Leadership is this, step forward. So write it on the worksheet. It's available. If you haven't gotten your worksheet yet, you can listen to all nine of these episodes, find the point in the episode where we talk about the code word or code phrase, and fill those in. You still got a week to turn in your your worksheet. At beyondthecrucible.com, you can get it for free. 
So, Warwick, back to our regularly scheduled programming now. Sorry I knocked you for a loop there by doing that, but <laughs> I just I, I couldn't miss the opportunity to be Crazy Eddie and ring a bell and say it's, it's, it's time for a commercial announcement. Um, uh, I wanted to ask you uh, about your chapter in the book called Making It All Happen, this question. Um, as our friends await our hacks on how to make reality a reality, if you will, uh, why is the idea of making it all happen so descriptive of what reality is as we journey from tragedy to triumph and from setback to significance? Yeah, it's a good question, Gary. You know, really, reality making your vision become real is the culmination of everything we've been talking about in the series. So it really is making it all happen. And so the steps in the journey starts with being refined by your crucible. It's learning the lessons from that crucible. Uh, it continues with soul work, the inner work, digging deep into our fundamental beliefs and values. It's about knowing what uh, you're off the charts passionate about, you know, what our gifts and talents are. And it's also about being authentic to who you truly are not the make-believe, the mask version, but the real you, the authentic you. And it's about living and leading in light of that, in light of the authentic you. And it's also about having a vision that is uniquely yours, not your families, not your friends, right. mm. not your bosses, your vision. And it's also about having fellow travelers who can help you along the journey. These are all the elements that lead up to making it all happen putting all these steps together will help you have a vision that is truly yours and will help make that vision become reality. Right. And it's it's important that that I love how you describe that because each one is an interconnected step. If I would have thought farther ahead, I would have brought a chain with me and I'd have shown that they're all links in the chain, right? From your crucible to your life of significance. Everything that we've talked about in these nine episodes is something that is a link in a chain to get you from tragedy to triumph. That's what we're after here. And that's what the hacks are all about. So without additional ado, let's get to the hacks, shall we, folks? Our first hack on the subject of reality is the first steps. Every journey, it's been said, begins with a single step, right? That is resoundingly true in the journey to a life of significance. So grab your Crucible Hacks notebook and get ready to write. The exercise here is designed to get you thinking about mapping out the small steps you'll take to set you on the path to a life lived on purpose, dedicated to serving others. And this is important. That is uniquely yours. Warwick accented that when he was talking about all the, the links in the chain. That is uniquely yours. So here are the instructions for the hack. Identify three to five baby steps that you will take. Notice I did not say you can take or you might take or maybe you'll take. You will take. Write them down. Actions you will take to start turning your vision into reality. And listen closely to this because we're going to give you the opposite of the advice we've given you so far with the hacks. Rather than saying don't overthink it, we're going to say take some time to think it through. This time we want you to actually think about it some before you write it down. We want these actions to be things you can take that will truly set your foot on the path you want to walk down. So don't rush identifying what those steps are. 
take the time to bring tangible, achievable steps into being. So in your experience, Warwick, in your own life as a certified coach, as the host of the podcast, as who's interviewed about 100 guests, what's the power of one small step and why is not just thinking of one, but taking it so critical to bringing a vision to reality? Making a vision become reality, especially one that you feel is so important and you're off the charts passionate about, I mean, it can feel a very daunting and intimidating and really overwhelming task. But the key is taking one small step. That first step is often the hardest and most important. You know, I think in my own life, um, and listeners have heard this before, after I left the aviation and services uh, company, I worked for in Maryland and was becoming a certified and trained executive coach, uh, the part of my church asked me to give it like a 10-minute sermon illustration. And this is back in 2008. I'm not somebody back then uh, that really enjoyed public speaking. I don't like the limelight. So I thought, gosh, do I really want to talk about my story and lessons learned in front of a, you know, what's a pretty large church? And I was intimidated, didn't really want to do it. But being a person of faith, I felt like God's saying, you know, just trust this. You got you to do this. So I did, I prepared and, you know, I don't know how good my presentation was, but somehow what I said uh, seemed to really um, move people and weeks and months after people said what I said really helped them and listeners have heard this often, you know, how could, you know, lessons from a failed former media mogul uh, help anybody growing up a 150-year-old family business in Australia, but somehow it did. And that led to me writing the book, Crucible Leadership, Embrace Your Trust, Your Life and Significance. You know, ultimately uh, led to what we're doing now, the Beyond the Crucible podcast and active on social media, blog, speaking. But in one sense, the birth of Beyond the Crucible started with that first small step of giving a 10-minute speech in church. You say, how hard is that? I mean, you're an elder at that church. They know you. You know them. By speaking and talking about my story, I'd never done that. It felt like a a massive, huge first step. And yeah, it it was definitely pretty hard. After that, once I started writing the book, it's just a matter of that was tough. But that first step of speaking in church, that was probably the hardest first step, even though it doesn't seem that big a deal. They're giving us a 10-minute talk in your church that you're an elder of, that you've been there for years. I mean, how hard can that be? But it felt very intimidating at the time. And you mentioned the book again. Um, uh, tell listeners the title again. Crucible Leadership, Embrace Your Trials to Lead a Life of Significance. I guess that was one of, <laughs> I guess that was one of the first trials that I uh, embraced, right? <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Talking church. Well, right. And, the, and one thing I want to make clear here for folks is that you're right. It, it was big for you, but for other people, it might not be a, a big thing. And yet, it's important to remember that those steps that we take, first steps, don't have to be large, right? As we're bringing vision to reality, we don't have to bite off the, you know, three quarters of an enchilada. We can bite off little bits of it, right? I mean, small steps are steps and they can they can be the the propulsion that gets you moving down that road. It wasn't a small step for you. It might have been a small step from somebody else, but we've heard from people who've taken small steps. Small steps are also extremely valuable. Moving is what's important, right? Absolutely. 
We are now at that was you 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 kind of knocked me off balance with just like a one word answer. I'm uh, you're not <laughs> normally like that. That's good. That's good. Keep I've kept you off balance a couple of times. You keep me off balance. We're all doing great. Well, let's go to to the second of our our hacks uh, on the subject of reality, and that is this. And this is an important one. And Warwick hinted at it a little bit with what he said about his story that he told, and that is overcome your fears is the second hack. In our e-course, Discover Your Second Act Significance, we created several worksheets for those taking the course to help them along the same journey we've been guiding you through in this series. There are a lot of helpful questions on the Overcome Your Fears worksheet, but one stands out as the perfect place to land the plane, as we like to say here at Beyond the Crucible, of our discussion of crucible hacks. So grab that crucible hacks notebook and again, Write out your answer to this question without rushing it. Feel the emotions the question brings to the surface and get those down on paper or on computer or whatever it is, whatever notebook, virtual or physical, you're keeping this information. Here's the question. How will I feel at the end of my life if I don't pursue my vision? Why is that question so powerful, Warwick, to help us keep moving in pursuit of our vision and the life of significance it can carry us to that we that that we hope it carries us to i think often when we're trying to make our vision a reality we're swept up by waves of fear some irrational some irrational but it can be just overwhelming it can just make it tough for us to think straight i think in terms of the people that i coach it's amazing how just this fear can otherwise stop highly intelligent and successful people from thinking straight. And friends and family are like, well, that makes no sense. That's irrational. And it's just, yeah, but it, you're not them, you know? And so it, it's very real because unfortunately, in a sense, we're all very human. And so fear is part of being human. But, you know, rather than getting swept up by the waves of fear, we need to focus on the why. Why is our vision so important? I think for many of us, and certainly for many of, if not, uh, you know, most of the guests on the podcast, their vision was formed out of the ashes of their crucible. We believe it beyond the crucible that uh, your vision should be about a life of significance, a life on purpose dedicated to serving others. We believe that a vision should, in some sense, be other-focused, should have a higher purpose. Because it's our, I guess it's our premise, our belief, that a vision that's just all about us, about money and fame, maybe squashing other people, but it's all about me, uh, that will not be fulfilling. It will not be lasting certainly won't inspire you or any, anybody else. If you want a vision that inspires you, that will fill you with joy and life, it has to be other-focused, which is why we believe a vision has to you know, lead to a life of significance. So if that's your belief, that a vision is really about others, about some higher purpose, whatever that means to you, there is this concept that this vision is too important to fail. Our vision is important. People are counting on us. And there is this other thought that 
even if somehow the vision doesn't work out in the way that we'd hoped, at the very least we can say we gave it our all in trying to make this vision become real. One of the things I love about this podcast is I feel like we learn all the time. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I think we've learned is that many of our guests have said, failure is not trying. If you tried and gave it your all and failed, that's not failing. Yeah, the, there was a, I think it was Janine Shepard who said something like this. If it's easy, it's probably not worth having anyway, right? I mean, and sh- that's her life. Uh, and, and certainly she's living a life of significance. So that really it can be a theme that, that goes through, as you said, all the guests we've had on the show as they have gone through this process of crafting a vision and making that vision for a life of significance a reality. And, and just one note on Janine Shepard, and uh, indeed I can think of another Australian guest, which we've had a few. Yeah, uh, Janine. 872, I think, there were. <laughs> exactly, yeah. We're trying to, we're trying to read 10,000, but we're at least on, on, well, we're, the, along we're on the journey. Our way. <laughs> exactly. So Janine Shepard is uh, you know, a recent guest that listeners may know. Uh, she's an Australian uh, who was a world-class cross-country skier. She was slated to make the 88 Olympics. She had everything you need, uh, superb ability, great lung capacity. And she was on a training run uh, on a bicycle in the Blue Mountains outside of Sydney when she was hit by a truck from behind. She became a paraplegic and um, her dreams were over. Yeah, her vision was formed out of the ash of her crucible. She loves to encourage people. She's a pilot. She has an incredible story. The Another guest I think of is uh, Lisa Blair, uh, who is an Australian who sailed around uh, Antarctica single-handedly and uh, became the first uh, woman to do that. What's remarkable about her story is her mental toughness is almost without parallel. And there was one point at which her mast collapsed and she was forced to go north to Cape Town, South Africa to get it repaired. And she completed the race. But in terms of the rules of the record, if you will, you don't succeed if you have to leave the so-called racetrack below a certain latitude that's near the South Pole. So she, in one sense, failed. But she would say, no, no, I didn't fail. Failure is not trying. For she gave it her all. And so that is just a remarkable way of thinking about it. So it happened a year or two ago, she actually tried again and quote unquote succeeded. But just that notion that failure is lack of trying. And if you've given it your all, that's not failing. We've now heard from at least a couple of guests, if not more, about what failure is. So don't get swept up by, oh, what if I fail? You know, it's a matter of giving it your all. If you've given it your all, that's not failing. Right. And what I love as we wrap here, what I love about what you just, those two stories that you just told in apposition to each other, not opposition, in apposition to each other, is that Janine Shepard, world-class athlete, tremendously physically gifted, had the Olympics in sight. Lisa Blair told us she wasn't anything really that special when it came to physical abilities in terms of, of sailing. And yet both of them, right? Both of them did exactly what we're talking about in this episode. Both of them brought to reality their visions um, with completely different skill sets, 
um, they would argue skill sets that were right. I mean, there's there's one who's up here in in her area that she's pursuing. One who is in terms of, of of physical ability, she said she was nothing much. Said said Lisa Blair. They both did it. They both pushed through and they both did it. And that we hope, listeners, is something that encourages you as you take the next step, the first step, and then the next step, and the next step, and the next step to making your vision a reality. Juan and Lisa Blair was somebody that, you know, failed in a sense in her uh, quest to circumnavigate uh, the South Pole, but she didn't let that stop the pursuit of her vision. Another uh, was somebody that in a sense failed at her uh, desire to make the 88 Olympics, but both had this notion that um, nothing's going to stop my vision. My vision may be reframed as it was in the case of um, Janine Shepard, but uh, they didn't let fear of failure stop them at all. Certainly, Janine Shepard was somebody that did not hide under the covers and said, my life is over. It was awful. It was literally a crippling uh, right. crucible. It was physically crippling. But sh neither of them were defeated by the setbacks that they were uh, were to face. And that's the thing we need to learn from both stories uh, that we all need to learn is setbacks will happen. Failure may indeed happen in that sense. But the key thing is if you try and you give it your all, then you haven't failed. And that mindset will fuel you to keep going, to figure out a way around that setback, to make sure your vision becomes reality. That is a great place to end this week's conversation and, in fact, to end this part of the series, Crucible Hacks which is this part of the series has been a step-by-step -step exploration to help you through each step of the Beyond the Crucible refining process, listener. Next week, we'll be back to put a bow on the package, kind of wrap it all up, tie it all up nice and, and, and neatly together, and give you some help in putting all you've learned into practice, even when the inevitable roadblocks crop up. Before we sign off completely, Warwick, do you have any, any final thoughts uh, for our listeners? Yeah, as we're discussing here, bringing a vision to reality, it can absolutely be very intimidating and it can be daunting. It can fill us with fear and trepidation. But at this point, we've done the work. We've done the work we need to in the journey. We know how we've been refined by a crucible. We know what our fundamental beliefs and values are, and we also know what we're off the charts passionate about. We understand how we're wired, our gifts and talents. We know that we will lead and live with authenticity. And we know the change that we want to bring to the world that is uniquely our vision. And we have fellow travelers who will encourage us and help us along the way. We have what we need. And we have what we need to bring our vision to reality. At this point, we really need to trust ourselves, trust the process, and know that we will give it our all to bring our vision to reality. I've only said this a few times, but I'll say it again. If, if this wasn't such an expensive microphone, I'd drop it because that, that was a mic drop moment from our uh, host and founder, Warwick Fairfax. So, listener, come back next week when we finish up our Crucible Hacks series. Here's something to think about. If there's something we've covered in these last nine weeks, a hack you'd like some more information about implementing, 
drop us a line at info at beyondthecrucible.com and we'll try to address your question. So have a great week. We'll see you next week. If you enjoyed this episode, learned something from it, we invite you to engage more deeply with those of us at Beyond the Crucible. Visit our website, beyondthecrucible.com, to explore a plethora of offerings to help you transform what's been broken into breakthrough. A great place to start? Our free online assessment, which will help you pinpoint where you are on your journey beyond your crucible and to chart a course forward. See you next week.